0: Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss Dynasty Strategy, Rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson. Here with my fellow super nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, guys. How's it going, super nerd? Hey, that's me. Yeah, you're looking pretty super over there. Thank you. And dapper. Well, not really. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, think I, I don't feel <laughs> The dapper. people don't know. They can't see you. Exactly. I sound dapper. That Under Armour shirt is <clears throat> dapper looking. Well, thank you. I appreciate that clerk's uh, movie scene you just played for me there. I'm yeah, going to watch that tonight.
1: You know, it's always good to start this show off with a little giggle. before. Uh, you...
0: What a good chuckle yeah, it, was it was as well. Yeah. So here we are, uh, two weeks away from the NFL draft in the Dynasty community. That's a very big day. That's huge, man. You get a, It helps set your draft boards. Mm-hmm. How many rookies are we going to talk about today?
1: I don't think we're going to talk about any.
0: Mm -mm. We're not going to talk about anything?
1: I mean, we're going to talk about stuff. We're just not going to talk about rookies, I don't
0: think. Today we're going to talk about players to trade for that are over the age of 30.
1: And these are guys that, you know, that are probably easily, like, are best targeted during your draft and stuff like that. I mean. Your rookie draft. Yeah, these are guys that you might be able to get for those late round picks or something in case. um, Um. you know somebody's you're struggling to make your own pick maybe you can you know try to target one of these guys with those later round picks
0: yeah I mean and a lot of these guys could be had for wait not even a first round pick I mean almost any of these guys almost would fall out of that first round pick category mm-hmm. um, when it comes to obtaining because you know when it comes to dynasty people put a big onus on youth 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 and you'll see people when they do their adps if you look at the adp and you do startups that people won't even take older players and that's to me i think that's i've always thought and i know matt you do your rankings this way upon it um that that's such a w- easy way of selling yourself short like you need some of those vets on your team
1: yeah i mean it really it helps alleviate some of the risk of some of the younger players which is kind of the way i see it i mean when you're when you're going in i know this is kind of going kind to of sound weird but if you're if you're if you're you're, you're going in to buy stocks you don't want to buy just one like really high like all high risk apple
0: mcdonald's
1: you want to be able to diversify your your portfolio to have a little bit of risk and then a little bit of stuff that's that's more stable and and things that you know that you know what you're getting when you're getting those things and that's kind of how i see the older players you know what you're getting there's a track record there already and you know that you can plug them in and you're going to get 12 points a game you might not be getting 25 points a game, but you know, A, from this player, I'm going to get 14 points a game. Yeah.
0: I mean, I just didn't call him a super nerd for no reason. Exactly. You're correct. Yeah. It's stability, it's knowing what you're going to get. Yep. And some of it might not even be great. And some people will just automatically discount age. I mean, Anquan Bolden did it forever over age. Tons of players do it over 30 as well. Mm -hmm. And I think 30 definitely attains more to the running backs, to the wide receivers. But what's funny is when I was looking at this, when I was trying to look at players that were over 30, that I would want to target, there wasn't very many receivers over the age of 30 that I'd wanted to tar- target in the first place.
1: They're really, I was kind of shocked. A, yeah, there really aren't. I, 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 was I thought it'd be a list of a
0: lot of receivers and like a couple of running backs. Because, Meanwhile, because
1: this, you know, the thing out there is, Oh, you know, you can hold on to receivers a little bit longer or there isn't the, the, I guess like with running backs, you're like there's a strict cutoff almost at 30 where people don't want to touch them anymore. Yeah, they just fall and off the cliff, and they're not like that with wide receivers. But really, when we looked through the ages of the wide receivers,
0: there's not even that many out there. There's
1: not even that many out there that are over 30,
0: which is crazy. Yeah. So if you look at the over the receivers, just not even receivers that you want, just right. receivers in NFL over the age of 30, there's not that many. It's a yeah. rare breed out there. Yeah, There's actually crazy. more running backs than there is receivers. That's
1: silly, man. It's very crazy. Yeah, it's, it's weird. And
0: some of these receivers will be be able to be had for... The receivers are going cost more because you're going to get a little bit more years out of them. But um, again, like Matt said, you need that youth. We talk about it all the time when it comes to Dynasty that you want to have a good, healthy turnover. You don't want to just like... That's how you have a consistent winning Dynasty team. You don't want to have it where... You're all youth, and we talk about all the time. You draft all young. Some of those guys aren't going to pan out, and then you're always kind of trying to catch back up. Where you want to mix it in with some youth. You want to. Right. I, I think I, mean, at a, I think I, at the top I, of the draft, you wanted to go young. You know, maybe for the first five rounds, right. you want to go really young.
2: Right.
0: And I understand not taking guys like Adrian Peterson and along guys along those lines, but at right, the, it comes to a point where there's just too good a value to pass up. Again, you want to win year one. You want to win year two. Right. You want to win year three. I know Matt and I, we've been in many Dynasty Leagues. We've been playing this for 15 years, and we've seen tons of people say, wow, man, my team's... How many times have you heard this in the Dynasty community? Man, my team is not that good now, but in a couple of years, it's going to be so beast.
1: Um, I fell, I fell into that the first time around. Ever. I've heard it from you. Yeah, you heard that exact same thing from me. I was like, I was like don't worry about it. You know, I'll see you don't guys... Don't worry about me! I'll see you guys in three years was like my exact quote. And really it ended up never materializing it because it never does because i had so much youth on my team which ended up being so much risk that some of the guys panned out um <clears throat> as my voice did a little hey <laughs> um some of those guys did pan out but it wasn't enough to have a complete team worth of guys
0: and that's the thing that's All what right. you need to win in dynasty you need a complete team
1: right. and you need veterans on your team for the most part to do it, that
0: i think and the only place you can really get lucky. Like, we don't need that is is mostly running back because that's the plug-and-play spot. But right. you need really good players from top to bottom. And in, in year one's going to be different, but once you once your dynasty league establishes itself and you're in, entering year four, you're going to need a really good team to win because people are going to start building some really solid squads. I agree. You'll have that. your bottom feeders, guys that were taking the risk that were supposed to be sweet by year four, and they're still at the bottom. Uh, but you see some teams, like, you. how many times have you seen on there and been like, you tell people like, wow, well, how'd you even get that roster? Right. Good trades early, uh, good drafting. You could build a team. That's like a super squad still might not win. Cause you need a little, you know, which is crazy, but you'll see those teams and to beat those teams, you need to have a really good squad. That's why I always, uh, pimp the tight end position because that's the one position I always feel like they can give you the edge over the other good teams. Cause there's so many limited amount of good tight ends. That could be that one small edge you need. And when it comes to dynasty fantasy football, not regular redraft fantasy football. It's all about gaining that little edge over somebody. Exactly. So you can never overemphasize age. I mean, and do you want a lot of old guys? No. You want just a couple of them sprinkled on top. You got to have a balance,
1: is, what, is yeah. the, how I see it.
0: But, you know, what's, what's a good solid cupcake if you don't have some good solid frosting on top? <laughs> it's not sprinkles, but it's frosting. Yeah. We're going to give you some of that frosting to ice that cake with today. And again, these are guys you could be targeting, targeting for cheap to help you make that push the championship now obviously if you're in rebuild mode or you're stuck in the middle you don't want to be you don't want to be pushing for these guys and if you're either of those guys you should be trying to attain youth um and assets more so even if you are what's good is if you're in rebuild mode you know you're in rebuild mode if you're stuck in the middle you, sh- you need to get in rebuild mode, right you know i we always, we've said this for the last couple of years right saying if you're stuck in the middle for if you finish right around pick six say five through eight maybe right around there for like three years in a row, guess what? You need to blow that bad boy up.
1: It's, it's probably time.
0: It's yep. probably time. Um, before we get into some older players, let's, uh, I know first and foremost we're going to be giving away MFL 10 starting next week. Woohoo! Courtesy of our friends at uh, MyFantasyLeague.com. Right on. Uh, we use them for all our Dynasty host insights. If you need to host Dynasty League, MyFantasyLeague.com is your go-to choice. I agree. If you don't know what MFL 10 is, Google it. Google it. Because we're gonna be man. giving those bad ways. We're pretty much just giving away ten bucks. Yep. Ten bucks to you, ten bucks to you, not for you because you're not cool, and ten bucks for you. There's nobody else in the room but screw us. Screw you,
1: screw you, screw you.
0: have you, have you. You're, you're cool. cool. I'm out. <laughs> um couple little news uh and nuggets in the NFL today. Mm-hmm. The nonstop media whore that it is. Gosh. Uh, our boy, my boy, Josh <laughs> Gordon denied i was trying to tell you man don't tell me i just you know what's funny is i'm in uh doing a mock draft with for the site for DynastyNerds.com, the greatest dynasty site in the world uh we're doing a like with matt Harmon from nfl network or whatever nfl.com and some of us are doing a mock draft and i took josh gordon and then the news broke right afterwards i'm like oh my boy josh gordon i took him in like the sixth seventh like somewhere around the sixth round burn man um it's a mock draft yeah It's a Minecraft. I'm really glad I I made an offer to Juan in the Nerds League. I offered him 1-8 for uh, Josh Gordon.
1: And he denied it, apparently. Or he never went through. Yeah,
0: he's like, let me think about it. And I texted him last night. I was like, oh, thank God you didn't accept that. He's like, he loves, capital letters, the weed. That dude cannot stop smoking weed. Like, literally, I can't even fathom. Like, I can't even... Cause like weed's not even addictive, you know what I mean? It's just like you're just stupid. Like we've said, for, if somebody's even smoking weed, a, if somebody's even smoking a vaporizer, like you should leave the room immediately.
1: No, nah, that dude's like, ooh, that smells good. Let me
0: just, let me just inhale some of that. I mean, I think we talked about this yeah. before. Like, I love the Cleveland Browns. Like, it's my wife, my kids, <laughs> my friends. Well, some of my friends, and then the Cleveland Browns,
1: <laughs> and then the other friend.
0: right? And th- and like it's the NFL in a whole, which you know, if I couldn't watch like the NFL, let's just say the NFL, which would right. mean I couldn't do this podcast, I couldn't do Dynasty Fantasy Football. Right. If you said rich for the next fifteen years, you can't watch NFL football, and we'll give you ten million dollars. Deuces, yeah, right. Hell yeah. Hello, cricket
1: would not take me more than two seconds to think that one through.
0: Yeah, women's volleyball. Here I come. I know. Yeah, it literally wouldn't be a problem. And it's, it's pretty much that's the concept here. It's like, dude, you can smoke all the weeds you want in, like, five years. Right. And Not even to 15 years. Like and you you'll
1: have so much cash it won't even matter. Yeah. But instead, he's he's working off a, a second-round pick money, and he hasn't even gotten the full amount, and he, he just keeps losing years and stuff. I mean, oh, my oh, God. It would be
0: so ridiculous. great, like, too, if, like, if you did like, you know, like Ricky Williams, like Ricky Williams wanted to smoke weed. So he kind of stopped playing football there for a little bit. Right. If like Josh Gordon's like, you know what? I'm a straight up. The whole time he's like, man, I need to smoke some weed. I need to smoke some weed. And he just like one day, like after like five years, he's made like to say 20 million because of all this. And he just walks in, maybe in a commissioner or something, sets up a meeting and just blows like some weed smoke in his face. And he's like, I quit, bitch. <laughs> oh, it'd be the the best. But yeah, I mean, and listen, I like Josh Gordon as much as anybody. If you have him, he's a hold, all right? Cuz you ain't selling him for nothing. Yeah, his
1: his value just
0: bottomed out again. You're not going to And help. at the same time, maybe you should try and buy him just cuz his value's so low cuz the guy's a stud when he's on the field. There's no arguing that. But listen, the guy got in trouble in high school. He got in trouble every single year he was in college. Two different colleges. He majored he majored in uh botany, basket weeding. Uh <laughs> agriculture at two different colleges. He didn't take any real classes. No,
1: no real classes.
0: And I mean, literally every literally every single year, besides the year that he was the number one receiver in NFL, the number one receiver in the NFL. The an all pro receiver.
1: And he was even suspended for a couple of games that year, wasn't he? Early in the year. He missed two games. Yeah.
0: So he was in trouble. Yeah. He's been in trouble every single year. Mm-hmm. And here he is on the verge. On the verge of finally making a comeback. One month. So literally, right up until like... So a month ago, when he was he was about to be reinstated a month ago, right? That's when it was supposed to be allegedly allowed to be reinstated? Supposedly. He's like... He's sitting he's there with Johnny, and Johnny's like, Dude, hit this. You're about to be reinstated. Let's celebrate. He's like, Yeah, you're right. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's make bad choices. Hey, uh, Josh, this is Goodell. We need to come in and take a, a pee test. Oh shits, man. <laughs> Give me some water. <laughs> Pass Pastel- <laughs> the... No, not a cup. Give me the gallons. I got to dilute this stuff. They'll never know. <laughs> They'll, They'll ne-
1: never right. notice. You know
0: what? I've been tricking these fools for years. Because I've only been busted seven times. I smoke weed every day. <laughs> oh, And if he's hanging out with Johnny, that's not a good.
1: That's horrible, man. Yeah. When I saw them together with the UFC fight, I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. This is definitely
0: not happening. Oh, oh so yeah, me too. Because I know for a fact that Johnny Manziel smokes weed. Not maybe. Not a little, This isn't. Uh okay, I gotta say allegedly, I guess. Legally. Allegedly.
1: Reportedly, he probably smokes wheat, dude.
0: I know for a fact he does, okay? <laughs> uh so okay. yeah, he's not a he's not a good he's not a good influence. I know Josh Gordon's brother smokes hells of wheat. That's a yeah, fact as well, too. That is is a, 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 I've seen I've seen it.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I've Oh heard. I've
0: seen it with my own two eyes. Alright. Um so yeah, Josh Gordon deuces. I'm still buying just not for a first-round pick. Uh,
1: I mean, yeah, the, there's always a right price. You, he's only
0: 24, 23 years old. He's young, but he's an idiot. I mean, he's got his whole life ahead of him, if just you, not if you, if
1: you have an extra spot on your roster, and you know,
0: that's great. But so the good now. news here is, is if he's clean to August 1st, he can get reinstated. Um, but even then, he, he probably won't even play mid midseason if that's even the case. Because then one, that's the first day he could be eligible, so it's probably going to be a little process again.
1: They're gonna give him enough rope to hang himself again.
0: What are the odds that he can't pass another test in three months? Like ninety-five percent. That's gonna go eighty-six. Like ninety-five. I mean, I give him a five percent
1: chance that he can get his shit. Together. I
0: mean, at least like Justin Blackman was like, he got suspended, like indefinite. He's like, you know what? I got. am just gonna go eat some pizza. I'm gonna get real fat, and I'm just gonna smoke hella weeks. I don't even care. I got a couple mil, because he was a first round. He was a high pick, right? You know, but at least he didn't even tried. Like Josh Gordon's like he's out there putting out videos like him running on treadmills, like I'm coming back, I'm training y'all. No. And for what? Yeah. <laughs> How do you run so fast and you smoke all that weed? I don't know, man. Iron lungs. Seriously. So Josh Gordon, I'm Imagine still Imagine what he could have been if he didn't
1: smoke all that weed.
0: Rich is what he would
1: be. Yeah, no kidding.
0: It's like even uh, I can't again, I literally can't even comprehend that that amount of stupidity. Like, you'd have to be like mentally disabled, like almost. There's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it all I got to
1: say is right now, I know you're not, you, no one can hear me, but I am shaking my head just like him on his tweets. <laughs> S- SMH. Uh,
0: somebody contact me if you want the real story. Oh, we got the story. You failed your drug test, yeah. dude. You, you, the commissioner just denied your butt. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of weed. Okay.
1: The Blunt, the Blunt man,
0: <laughs> signed back with New England.
1: Yeah. One year contract. You like it. I know that. I mean, I don't I don't like – I think they like him. You were like, I'm not sure he's going to make the roster earlier. Yeah,
0: no, I'm still not. I want to see what they do in the draft. I they think, have to get a younger legs in there.
1: I still think he'll make the roster. They like what he does. He does what they want him to do. He's like – he's perfect for Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick loves these guys that can do one thing for him. And he gets them out there, and he, he does the one thing Word. with him and, and And he's kind of a situational player. I think you're right. Okay.
0: I don't want anything to do with the Garrett.
1: I don't know. I don't want anything from a fantasy standpoint to do with the guy. I don't. Uh,
0: think... He punches people in the face. That's to, too violent for me. <laughs> I'm a very docile human being.
1: You're more, you're the lover.
0: Yeah. I mean, I swear a lot, but yeah. I'm all about not like.
1: So you're just two seconds ago sticking up and saying you want the weedhead guy, but you don't want this guy because he punches somebody in the face.
0: Okay. I don't care if he punches anybody in the all face. Right.
1: Thank you. You just don't like his skill. Yeah, I just
0: play. don't like it. I just don't like his tub of goodness.
1: I, I mean, I don't either. I, I, I drafted LeGarrette Blunt and
0: dropped him. I mean. Why are we still talking about this guy? It's just a I blurb.
1: Just, all right, move on. Uh, so the next guy that we were going to mention here. Hasn't oh,
0: played since 2014. Right, hasn't played
1: since 2014.
0: I watched it. I was at the game that he went back down. I think
1: me and you were both there, weren't we? Where I thought it was, was, was
0: Shady. Okay. You. whoever it was i looked right over to him i looked at right at the person cause i knew what it was immediately yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was like he's never playing again you're
1: right i wasn't there yeah I was was like, he's
0: never playing again yep but here he is just
1: resigned dennis pitta restructured his contract
0: tight and... end number 137 on the active roster right he's um he ain't making a roster he's
1: probably not going. but they're gonna give him a shot to you know get into camp and, and see what he can do
0: nope he ain't being out crack of the rocket no he's not he's not he ain't being out max no he ain't not. being out benjamin No, he's not he he probably isn't going to. His time, he came, he went. His hips. His hips are done, man. His hips are done. So he's done. Uh, And then I also want to give a big shout out to my man, Will Smith. R.I.P. Former defensive end Super Bowl champ from the New Orleans Saints. Of course, he played at the Ohio State University. I was going to say that. Won a championship in 2002. Yeah, man. Uh, One of my all-time favorite Ohio State Buckeyes. Love them there. Yeah. love them in New Orleans. One of those players, you know, you always follow the guys that go to your school, but you don't love everybody that comes out of your school. Uh, but he's somebody that I, you know, they won a championship when we were there. Yes, he did. And uh, that was like one of the greatest. It's literally the only championship like I, that I was able to like, participate. I mean, we've won. We just won a couple of years ago, and that was glorious. Right. But, we weren't there for that. Right? Yeah, like the Brown. like like I'm not, I don't live in Columbus anymore, so it doesn't affect me the same That's way. What I mean. Right. Like I said, the Browns one, but like as, to me, that's the only. Besides that, that's it's the only thing I've ever won. I'm a Cleveland fan, right? We don't win anything. No, <laughs> no we don't. We, we have people like Johnny Manziel and Josh Gordon on our team. Thanks, so thanks for reminding me. Uh, it sucks over something stupid. Any 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 anybody gets killed over anything, to me, it's stupid. Right. Anything. Right.
1: Uh, it should not. Nothing should matter that much.
0: No, it really shouldn't. Lives, uh, way too short, and things are way too stupid to even think about again. Somebody's, somebody just lost their dad, and somebody's going to spend the rest of their life in prison over a fender bender. Now, that's stupid.
1: Seems silly to me, man.
0: So, big shout out to Will Smith. Uh, sucks. R.I.P. But the show must go on. It must. Tears.
1: So um, Let's right. talk
0: about players over the age of 30 that we should target. Right? All right. Shall we? I
1: feel like a total downer now.
0: Yeah, it was kind of a downer. Right. It really was. So, let's, let's put some pep in our step.
1: Let's put some pep. All right, we're back.
0: All right, so these are players that we think you should target that are over the age of 30 to help you make that championship push. You should try and get all these guys and build a solid squad out of the, just these guys. Start training away some picks. And now, again, people are. a lot of these guys aren't worth 2017 first or 2016 first. A lot of these guys aren't. But if you get a whole bunch, now I'm sure all these guys are not the same roster. If you get all these guys for a big package, then it might be worth it.
1: I mean, I don't know. It, there may be a couple guys that we mentioned that I wouldn't feel horrible about giving up a first this year.
0: We'll we'll talk about it,
1: but I wouldn't want to go to the next year. First guy I on the think,
0: list. I've right. off, for example, Adrian Peterson okay age thirty one was the number two overall PPR fantasy running back last year with two hundred sixty point seven points, played all sixteen games, had thirty receptions for two hundred and twenty two yards. Rushed the ball for 327 times for 1,485 yards, 11 touchdowns, good for a 4.5 average, and finishes the number two overall fantasy running back at the age of 31. I've offered a guy in the Nerds League pick 1 8 for Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. I've yet to hear back from him. He's considering it. I have no problem getting that up. I am a contender in the league, uh, and Adrian Peterson would fit in very nicely next to my Le'Veon Bell.
1: Yeah. No, I mean that's definitely a solid guy to go go out and get because even though he is thirty one, um, you gotta think AP is one of those guys that A, he took a full year off. And he's um, he's a when, freak. He, when when he was suspended. And the guy is just a freak he's of He's a nature.
0: physical specimen.
1: I mean when he when he blew out his knee, what did I mean he caught back and like
0: two thousand yards?
1: He got back in like six months or something. Really, he almost
0: right. He blew his knee and Almost broke the all-time Russian record. Right, exactly. I mean, that's just disgusting. He's a freak. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's gonna be thirty-one this year. I say you get two more years at AEP. I like, think. I, I think easily.
1: I think easily you get you get two more good years where he's running for about thirteen, fourteen hundred yards, and then another good year or two of him if he wants to play that. Yeah, if he wants to keep on playing, which I, he I'm might
0: like, want to. You know, he had a year off. And he want. He might want to chase the record books. Right. He want to. He might want to do something to justify his name to bring him back where it needs to be. I agree. um, After doing something hideous. But right now, out of all the guys we're going to talk about, he has the highest ADP in the most recent Marsh ADP on DynastyNerds.com, which you can get on DynastyNerds.com, of the ADP of number 57. So I think a first-round pick for him isn't anything too crazy. And I think right around pick one-seven, one-eight, and on is more than fair because obviously you're trying to contend.
1: Right, you're you're a good team if you're picking later in that round, and that's the type of um, guy you want to be picking up on your team.
0: Yeah, and now, again, all these players are going to, you know, obviously there's going to be dependent on if they're on guys that aren't competing for championships as well. But even right. then, just because you're competing, it depends what their depth is looking like. They might want to pick up assets as well. You're never in too, a bad situation to pick up assets. Yeah,
1: they, I mean, they might think that, hey, AP's 31. I don't know how much more juice I can squeeze out of this lemon. And... uh you know, they might want to be unloading, even if they're a contender.
0: And maybe they, maybe they have, like, two other good backs that they could take, you know, that they have. They mm-hmm. could start, and they're like, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind using my two backs that I got. It's a little drop-off from AP, but I can handle it. And I could use that pick 1-8 and get somebody like Derrick Henry. All right. You know? I or- mean,
1: for example, I mean, we have another guy that we're probably going to talk about. Um, I had him on my team last year, but it just, a uh, Matt Forte, I had him on my team last year, but it just happened to be the right time for me to sell him. I mean, I, I, I would still want to acquire him in other leagues, and even, you know, I wouldn't mind having him back in that Matt league. Matt Yeah.
0: Oh, we're going to talk, have him on my list. He's actually the next guy I want to talk about. Right,
1: but I just think, it's, I mean, for example, I got rid of him last year, and I, uh-huh. I was a contender last year, and I but, still got rid of him. Because you could afford to. Because I could afford to. I had, had bad I, running
0: backs in the nerds. It
1: was, it was a different league, but I, uh-huh. I had depth, and, um, you know, I was able to get rid of him. So it's one of those things that people might be willing to part with them. It's so why it's, you invented
0: the hashtag two to three-year window. Exactly. Like, I, I, made, I made that point like a year and a half ago. I said, am I crazy to sell out on, like, after three years? I, I'll I'll, get, I'll say this again, because I still kind of, I'm thinking about testing out with Le'Veon Bell. I'm really thinking about selling Le'Veon Bell
2: mm-hmm.
0: and put him on the market after, like, this year. I just, I'm waiting for him to stay healthy. You can't stay healthy every, every year. But right. the hashtag two to three-year window where you should, cash out on these really good running backs after you get like three good years out of them because if anything they're gonna they're gonna level off most likely um but they have nowhere else to really go but down and you usually can get like for a really good running back you can get really killer returns on them
1: yeah i mean absolutely and it, but it, the timing has to be right you know like you have to you have to need at other positions and 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 you have to be able to get the right kind of
0: deal for them and stuff like that so
1: a lot of stars have to align for you to just Shiv off one of these amazing running backs.
0: Good thing I took astronomy in high school. So did I. That's why we're so good at Latin stars. That's right. You know what's crazy looking at the ADP here? Uh, Adrian Peterson is ADP of 57, highest ranked guy on the year. Two spots down from him is Derrick Henry. Now, who Derrick Henry's ahead of in in the March ADP? Hmm. CJ Anderson, Carlos Hyde.
1: That's... People got to be high out there. They got to be. Is that, J- is out that with just Josh, Josh? Is that just Josh Gordon? Is he doing all these mocks for us?
0: Every draft I'm in, I'm taking Derrick Henry. It must average. Like yeah, you have a couple guys that are taking Derrick Henry like tenth overall and just <laughs> and excused ADP. Is that jerk like? Oh, you're ruining our ADP. Yeah, seriously. it's insane, right? Der- I mean, Carlos Hyde and T. C. J. Anderson right now. I think those are two. Like now, obviously, we're talking if I have a first round pick and I can acquire CJ Anderson or Carlos Hyde with that pick all day, I am all about Carlos Hyde this year. I am on that gravy train. Every mock draft I do, he's my number running back. Usually I'm taking here. I think Hyde's going to have a solid year. I think because he hasn't produced at a high level these last couple of years, he's kind of fallen by the wayside and I'm all in on that. Even CJ Anderson just committed a lot of money to him. No quarterback had a solid postseason.
1: I th- I'm I'm with you there on, on C.J. Anderson. I am I have become leery of running backs in a Chip Kelly offense. Uh,
0: but he features the running backs in the, in an offense. I know I, last year was a little like crazy because they could, had
1: it could go either way though because if but if, there's
0: nobody else there in San Francisco. I understand
1: that and and it's just if he fits, it's going to be amazing. If he is a non-fit like Demarco Murray is, it's going to be terrible.
0: I think he's. Gonna, I think Carlos Hyde. So that's his... why I'm leery. I think Carlos Hyde is a better running back than Demarco Murray.
2: I, I all-around
0: running back. I think he's a better running back. I think he fits. He lost a weight too. He's down like twenty or whatever it is pounds. I think he fits it because Carlos Hyde can catch the ball. Uh, he can run the ball. I think he fits the system pretty damn well.
1: I don't disagree that he's a better running back than Demarco Murray. I'm just not sure if it's going to work out. He's going to be the type of guy that can run sideways. Similar to Demarco Murray, I think he hit the edge. Okay, I'm just not convinced.
0: Okay, I am. All I right. am all about Carlos Hyde, and he's one of those players. In the, when it comes up to my rookie draft, they have little notes on that. I'm trying to. I'm yeah. gonna figure out what it's gonna take to acquire him from that owner. And
1: maybe I should go back and look at some of Carlos Hyde's um, stuff from
0: college. Oh yeah, wear a diaper when you do it because you're gonna you're gonna love it that much.
1: I mean, I watched him. I just don't remember how much of that will translate into like Chip Kelly's type of
0: offense. It, I I guess if you want to look at it from an aspect of it, remember this is a guy we had number one running back on our board. Yeah,
1: dude. Out. I don't get me wrong. I totally think he's a better. You're wrong. Back. No, I, I don't oh don't get, get you wrong. Me wrong. Oh,
0: I didn't say I'm not wrong. Okay, let's talk about the guy you were talking about, Matt Forte. All
1: right, Matt Forte.
0: So Matt Forte, he's thirty. Mm -hmm. You know, he just fits into this category here. He's squeaking in. Uh, He was the number seven overall PPR running back last year with 214.7 points, Mm -hmm. only played in 13 games, Right. had 218 carries for 898 yards, four touchdowns, good for a 4.1 average, 44 receptions, down drastically from that 100 uh, receptions for 389 yards and three touchdowns. ADP right now of about 100. So it's down there. It's almost twice like twice later you can get adrian peterson who's the number two back you're gonna get matt forte so matt forte is gonna be cheaper
1: much cheaper
0: mm-hmm. much cheaper than adrian peterson and you're getting nothing too crazy i mean you're talking about uh so he had 200 ap had 260 points matt forte had 214 points so you're talking about almost a 40 point differential but again, that's spanned out over. Now, this, these point totals are through 17 games. Mm-hmm. So it's not really anything too crazy per game.
1: And he, I mean, he's going to a new offense as well. So it's kind of one of those things that um, I think he's going to be a pretty solid fit. There yeah, he's going to a better offense.
0: Right. Realistically, right. with the the passing options they have there right. in New York. I mean, cause I still think Ryan Fitzpatrick ends up back with the jets i, I think too. they make it work they, they have no other options right. but to sign especially with these with
1: the with the left tackle with ferguson retiring and then clady coming and and clady was going to be making significantly less than correct what ferguson was correct making. So, they, so so they have more cash there and that's why they wanted to restructure ferguson was to get money to quote unquote sign Fitzpatrick. yeah so, so they should be able to get that done now
0: and i think i think if you're sitting there pick like two 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 one and you got you got running backs on the board like Devontae Booker, mm-hmm. you know, Alex Collins, right. guys along this line, right. Jonathan Williams. Um, I think I think Forte could be had. I think in the right situation, I think Forte could be had for a second round pick, uh, which I think is, I wouldn't give up a first for Forte, but I think he'd be had for a second.
1: I think you can get him for a high second.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And if you're competing, this is a guy that catches the ball well. Mm-hmm. Um, in New York, you know they. I would I would expect I would
1: expect it to go up from forty four catches, um, this coming season.
0: I I do too. I don't think it's going to go up drastically. Give me like maybe sixteen more to give them about sixty. That's what I was which thinking. Which is pretty right good.
1: Sixty, yeah, dude, that's really good.
0: You know, now now to even them out, right. and those there's that fourteen points. You know, not fourteen, but that's fourteen extra points. Mm-hmm. You get them a little bit closer to that AP, uh, range. You know, AP actually had thirty receptions last year for two hundred twenty two yards. So. Again, Forte right now with ADP of 100, maybe even you may possibly, as this draft kind of builds momentum the draft day, you might even be get him for like a mid-second if you're competing. And if you're competing, which would make you have about a pick 2-7, it's worth a shot, you yeah, know what I mean? Maybe sure. you offer 2-7 and somebody you really don't want, like a, a roster-cut guy you don't really want, or maybe you offer him 2-7 and a third in 2017. Right. You know, with the sexiness of the 2017 draft right now, might be able to make that happen. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I definitely encourage people to use that 2017 draft in your advantage at the same time. 2017 dra- draft is like super hype train right now. Right. Right. And you should use and that. it's hype. been that way for right. a year. Absolutely. So you can use that to advantage in your 2016 draft. Even in right now making trades, like just the fact of throwing 2017 picks out there, whether it be a third, listen, a third in 2017 isn't going to be any fancier than another third. Right, I mean, a lot of the talent is top end talent. A lot of those are running backs. Right in a 2017 draft, that's really building this hype up. So, for me, a third, even a second in 2017, it's going to have better value than this year's class, but it ain't going to be better than an Odell Beckham class. No. So I, you know, maybe like a, if you're picking, if you're a contender and you have pick two eight, you don't have pick two five. Right. Hey, I'll give you pick two eight for fourteen. That's oh, a little too low. All right, I'll give you my 17-3rd and two eight. Okay, that sounds about right. You know what I mean? I get that. that makes me happy because I now have extra assets in 17, which is going to be this really sweet class.
1: Exactly, and play that up. Yeah, sure. and
0: then you're getting a running back. To, again, number seven, he's a he's a running back one. And I expect him to finish somewhere right around there again this year, like right around running back six, seven, Yeah, I get, you know, okay. if he stays healthy. Again, he did that only playing in 13 games, so he missed three games as yeah. well. AP had played 16 games, so that's, again, that's where that point differential comes in as well. So that's why I want to mention how many games all these guys played. Yep. Uh, next guy on the list here, ADP of 136, which isn't really too bad um, for what he is. He's 31. His name is Danny Woodhead. Now, hopefully, you all listened to my advice last year when I said, bye, 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 Danny Woodhead in the beginning of the year. I was pimping that guy's name left and right, and I said, hey, this guy was finished at running back one twice when he was healthy. What did he do last year? Finished as running back number three overall. Number three yep. overall.
1: And he got some un- unexpected touchdown production, I think, which is really what boosted him it up. It helps the
0: cause, Absolutely. man. He had two hundred forty-four point one fantasy points, ninety-seven rushes for three hundred thirty-five yards for a three point, uh, or for three touchdowns and a three-point-five yard average. That's not his bread and butter. He's mm-hmm. a PPR machine. He had eighty-one catches for seven hundred fifty-six yards and six touchdowns. Eighty-one catches, ridiculous. Do I expect him to have eighty-one catches this year? No, do I think Danny Woodhead still has the option again to be a running back one in 2016? Hail to the mm-hmm. yes, I do. I expect him. Honestly, when I said it, when I was pimping him last year, did I expect him to be running back number three?
2: No, no. no.
0: I made a lot of moves to acquire Danny right. Woodhead. It paid off. I expect him to finish where I thought he would last year, and that's right around like running back like 11, 12 in PPR leagues. This is why you stream running backs here. I think Danny Woodhead still a good buy. This is what he does. He, backs like him lasts longer.
1: Right. Oh yeah, because I mean, he's out there catching passes. He's almost like a wide receiver that that occasionally runs the ball.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't. <laughs> and he doesn't take big hits. He no. knows how to avoid the big right. hits. And guess what? This is a guy that played all sixteen games last mm-hmm. year. So this is somebody that I'm still trying to acquire. This is Danny Woodhead. You can get, you might be able to get Danny Woodhead for a 2017 third.
1: You can get him cheap for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be it might be two thirds or something like that. Like this year's third and next year's third, but you can get him for cheap. Wouldn't mm. hesitate. Right.
0: Would not hesitate mm-hmm. to give up two thirds for Danny Woodhead, right. and again, he's one of those names where he finished. If I if I want to if I asked the casual people, not even casual, if people are listening to this podcast. I bet half the people at least are like, "Oh, Danny Woodhead was the number three overall PPR running back." People won't think that. People are like he had a really good year last year, right. but number three overall, ahead for- of Doug Martin. I mean, right behind Doug Martin, Adrian Peterson, but ahead of everybody else, ahead of Todd, Gur- everybody else.
1: Some big games, man.
0: It really was. I mean, so for me that's that's something that i have no problem giving up picks for i really don't again and it wasn't even he was ahead of doug martin right doug martin had a beast last year number one was Devontae freeman number two was adrian peterson number three was danny woodhead daniel woodhead gotta love that unbelievable so again he's somebody that you're gonna go out there and try and get for this year to compete somebody somebody that's gonna be had cheaper than Adrian Peterson and Matt Forte drastically. Way cheaper, yes. Again, he put up, he was number three, Matt Forte was number seven. So even if you want to take another step down and you don't want to give up your second, give up two-thirds.
1: Get Danny Woodhead on your squad, man. He's worth it.
0: Give up a 30-wide receiver. (laughs) You know what I mean? Give up Legarrett Blunt.
1: Oh, man. I'd do that in a second.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, do you like that, get Danny Woodhead?
1: Yeah, dude, I liked it last year. I had him on my team last year. That was one of the reasons I was able to uh, trade away Forte. This yeah. guy's on that team, I had Danny Woodhead. And,
0: that, and that's, again, those are the kind of running backs you can have on your roster. I know Mike, Mike preaches at all the time at mm-hmm. Dynasty and Mike. Like, he loves those PPR running backs. He loves the draft, like the Gio Bernards, mm-hmm. the Duke Johnsons, the Danny Woodheads.
1: Well, I mean, they have this extra padding, I guess, you know, because they have all those receptions.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at this. I mean, look, you, you see guys that were top, say, say running back twos, right? And I'm not going to say the one guy's name who on here because we'll get to him. He was running back number 21 last year because he's on this list here that's older. But if you go top running backs in PPR leagues last year, you see a lot of people. Charles Sims was running back number 17, and that's with the Bucs. Right. right,
1: and that was with him in, like, a part-time role, basically. Gio
0: I mean. Bernard, running back 16. Mm-hmm. Theo Riddick, running back number 18. Chris Ivory, running back 12. That's a running back one running back there. Um, now he's an overly, he doesn't catch a lot of balls. No, he does again, he doesn't fall in that category. But then you have Danny Woodhead at number three, Matt Forte at number seven. And again, that's you're talking running backs again. Some of the names are like Theo Riddick was a running back two last year.
1: Devontae Freeman caught a lot of passes too.
0: And he well, yeah, that's why he's the number one overall guy, exactly. Yeah, he's at more of a PPR than in between the tackles kind of running back there as well. But I mean, you're going to see a nice, good mix in here of running backs that catch the ball really, really well. Here, then. That you wouldn't really think are, well, not, not even think, they're not big names, mm-hmm. but Theo Riddick and Charles Sims, running back twos. Right. Now, Charles Sims holds his value, but even now you be like, oh, Doug Martin signed there. He kind of hurts his value. Well, Doug Martin doesn't catch the ball well.
1: No, that's kind of, that's, that's Charles Sims' role going forward, I think.
0: Yeah. And so you have Doug Martin last year who finished as running back number five overall in PPR leagues. And then right down the list as running back two, you had Charles Sims.
2: Yeah, that, boom.
0: Yep. Shaka Laka.
1: Those guys have extra value, man. It's really nice, really nice little thing to
0: have. So the I, I said a minute ago, running back twenty one, who's on this list? So I want to mention again, this is somebody guy. This is somebody who I think might have the best bang for your buck here. Mm-hmm. His ADP is two sixty five.
1: I don't know. I the, the suspense is killing me. I don't even know
0: who you're talking about. This is a guy who's 30 years old, okay. an ADP of 265. He was PPR running back number 21 last year with 166 points. Okay. Playing all 16-year games, uh, 16 games. Just signed a two-year extension. Rushed the ball 148 times for 601 yards, two touchdowns, with a, for, good for a 4.1 average.
1: Now I know what you're talking
0: about. Caught the ball 43 times, 392 yards, and three touchdowns. This is where his bread and butter is again. I'm talking James Starks. James Starks. Now listen, okay. Eddie Lacy is out there shutting pounds left and right. He's P90 accident. I heard. He's doing planks. What? He's doing crunches. Except for the core. I'm calling him the captain, yeah. okay? We know Eddie
1: Lacy had a big core. Big
0: core. <laughs> does Eddie Lacy catch the ball well? Not really. And does James Starks catch the ball well?
1: He does. Yeah, he's always been a nice little guy catching the ball out of the backfield.
0: Is the Green Bay offense going to be more high power next year?
1: I believe so.
0: And now James Starks did get a little little sprinkled in there, you know, See, a little bit more because Eddie Lacy was down. That's
1: what I was going to say. I think those numbers from last year were were inflated a bit, but because I don't think I don't think he's going to have the same role going forward. I think they were really kind of. Eddie Lacy had eaten himself into the doghouse there in Green Bay. They weren't saying it publicly, but you could tell that they weren't giving him the ball all that much, and they were sprinkling in James Starks
0: way more. But just because Eddie Lacy's coming back in better shape, does not going to mean it guarantees him. And again, this is the last guy I'm talking about, and I'm not talking about trade. Now, James Starks, let me let me emphasize this beforehand. He's not somebody I'm saying emphasize to go out there and tr- make a trade for to so you could start him to win a championship, but if Lacy doesn't do what he needs to do, right? Mm-hmm. Starks is next next in line as of right now. I think Eddie Lacey's actually going to come back next year and have actually an a really good year. And I'd be selling Eddie L- I'll be talking about in the end of this year to sell Eddie Lacey now. Because I think he's actually going to come back and have a good year. I, I think, think he's going to be motivated.
1: I, I think too. he's primed for a good year.
0: I, I do know. as well. Yeah. But I think Starks will still get his receptions. Do I think he's gonna finish official running back 21? Maybe not. But with an ADP of 265. This guy might be a free agent in your league. All right? This is a guy who could be had for nothing.
1: I mean, he's definitely worth picking up, especially if you can get him off the waiver wire. I mean,
0: this isn't rankings. This is ADP. Right. This is what the Dynasty community puts him at. Pick 265. So for a guy that could be had for nothing, that finished the last, again, I agree with you. Those stats were you know, they're inflated. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you get, down to that championship run, and you have a good squad around you, and you don't have like say your running back are depleted. You don't have a lot of good running backs, and so say you suffer an injury, James Starks will give you something. You know what I mean? He's gonna give you something. And for the price right now, and since the show is players over thirty that I would target, he's somebody that I can if I can get for a fifth round pick, sixth round pick, it might be worth it. Might be worth the gamble just to have that very weak blanket of security. I mean, it's kind of like those, he's like one of those blankets of like they give you away when you go to the games. They're like, they're like <laughs> technically they're fleece blankets, but like if I hold up two, you, know, I, you can tell me how many fingers I'm holding behind a blanket.
1: Right. Don't, don't get them wet because your fingers might go right through them.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not keeping you warm, but he's shielding, he's shielding you from mosquitoes. Right, right. You know what I mean?
2: Uh-huh.
0: But I mean, again, 265, he, he had for nothing. And I'm saying, guys, you can target not just on Asian productivity productivity but he falls in that category of somebody that's gonna give you something and again if you can be having for nothing he's giving you something for nothing right right mm-hmm. now me i've always appreciated james starks so i'm not really i'm not really trading james starks personally okay but again you got guys like lorenzo talio Faro that goes ahead of him uh guys like tons of rookies are going ahead of him and to me it doesn't make any sense he's just somebody again that could be there for kind of like a security blanket okay. just in case. And you need those sometimes.
2: All right, right. You're hoping
0: not to use James Starks, but if he's there, he could be had. And he's over 30, which even probably helps his ADP drop tremendously. But again, you're talking about not only is Green Bay going to be he's on a good team, but Green Bay is going to be better next year with Jordy Nelson coming back. Yes, I agree. That moment of silence, like, are they going to be better? <laughs> no, they're totally. let yeah, me yeah. ponder this, yeah. Rich.
1: <laughs> totally, uh, that was me. Um. To be <clears throat>
0: or not to be better with Jordy <laughs> Nelson. No, it's t- Jordy Nelson.
1: How old is he? Yeah. I believe he's 31.
0: Add him to the list.
1: Yeah, he's on the list, man. He's on your list. He's on my list. He is. I mean, he's coming off, obviously, a big, knee, big knee injury, but, I mean, the guy is a as solid as it comes i mean look at i mean the past 2011 1263 yards and he played in all 16 games 2012 he missed four games and he he was 745 yards then 2013 1300 yards was his biggest year ever no 2014 14 was his biggest yeah, year yeah, ever 1500 Correct. yards um on 98 catches and 13 touchdowns so i mean and that's not even the first time he's gone double digit touchdowns. He nope. went he went 15 touchdowns in 2011, which was gross. Yeah. I mean, the guy he has been a wide receiver one basically for the past 4 years.
0: He's only going to be 31 when the season starts. Right. Right. But again, for me, I mean, it's an ACL injury. He, he he was somebody that I preached before the season started. You guys thought you and Mike both thought I was crazy. I was like sell high on Jordy Nelson. He's come out from the biggest years ever. Mm-hmm. He just had that minor surgery, I think it was like on his hip or something, before that
2: year. Right, right. And I was
0: like, listen, once those once surgeries start, it's right. never good. Right. Sure enough, there's a ah, grant, it's not related. You know, but at the same time, like I was like, this guy's peak is at its maximum right now, sell. If he would have sold, it panned out. Now Jordy Nelson's coming back. Mm-hmm. He's still a stud. I think he still has a really good year. Me personally, I'm not buying Jordy Nelson. Plus you can find the falls in this category. We're just about to talk about Brandon Marshall as well. He's not going to be cheap.
1: Oh, he's definitely not going to be that cheap. Um, he was one of the guys that I was talking about that I I would feel okay giving up a first round pick, a late first round pick. Oh this yeah, day.
0: if you can get him, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to take higher than that. I think you think so. I think for Jordy, being the fact that he is going to be thirty one, so he probably has like two more years. I bet somebody. You, Maybe not. I don't know.
1: Coming off an ACL, I mean, I mean, last year, you, yeah, you couldn't have gotten him for, for one first-round pick at all, probably, going into last year's draft. But coming off the year that he had with, with the torn ACL, you may be able to
0: get away with that. Yeah, maybe, because if you have him, you could probably get away with Yeah, I guess. But again, you got to be a contender to kind of get him, because if I'm rebuilding, I'd much rather try and take a gamble on, like, Corey Coleman at, like, 1-5 than Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson's gonna be a better player, but yeah, by the time yeah not a,
1: not everybody that has a high, you know, like a the pick that can get him is is coming off a crappy year. I don't, he's, Some people uh, have traded and gotten that pick. I wouldn't mind. I would I would try to obtain him if just like last year when
0: I said to sell Jordy Nelson, will he probably come back and have a good year? But I, I said the same thing last year. I'm like, yeah, do I think Jordy Nelson's gonna have a really good year? Of course I do. I'm just selling right now. Same thing. he kind of worries me a little bit. Again, I understand why you'd want to buy Jordy Nelson. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't be buying. I'm just a little. He'll probably come back this year, have 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns, beast. But I don't want to give up too much for what the price is for me personally.
1: I got you. There's only so many guys out there in the league that are 6'3", 220 pounds and catch passes from Aaron Rodgers. So You're right. I'll take one of them.
0: Yeah, and Cobb needs them at the same time. So what do you think the value of Jordy Nelson is?
1: I mean, as far as just just draft picks, yeah,
0: just draft pick wise, coming in this draft. Like, what would you want? Like you own Jordy Nelson right now, and I'm like, oh, hey, okay. Well I... I have pick one, and like not like trying to, I have picks one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. That's right. I'm a trade guru.
1: You got every single pick in the first round,
0: <laughs> and I want Jordy Nelson from you. You can only have one pick. What's the, what's the least pick I can give you?
1: Okay that's that's an odd scenario and give me a, a second to ponder it um i would probably want to get at least 1.5 1. 1.5 5.
0: 1. 5. so like you'd, maybe you talk, like cory coleman right around is that
1: yeah yeah 1. 1.4 1. 1.5 is what i'd to probably say want to, to say
0: yes to say it. yes yep. yeah right around there.
1: after that I, I would just keep him in and, and,
0: and that's what i was thinking too like it would be like right around i think one five is like the lowest right i would probably take and that's me as a jordy like who who wants to sell right i think it's mostly in this draft class i think if i'm a Jordy owner i think i'm kind of waiting until either in season to try and get like a higher draft pick maybe yeah, next season you and get a player
1: i would rather get one for next season if I'm, maybe like he's the kind of player, if i'm owning him yeah
0: i think he's the kind of player that if he stays healthy and he's obviously he's going to be out I think you can get maximum value on Jordy Nelson, who I would be selling in midseason. Like when somebody else, like when somebody else is like number one receiver blows an ACL mm-hmm. and maybe you can get that player that blew an ACL and a pick, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And kind of like do a, do a flip flop that way. But again, I mean, he's older. He's, he's just, he just barely, no, cause he'll be 31. So It'll he's over 31. that year over yep. that, but he's not old enough now where it's like, he's not at the age point where he's super cheap. Same thing with like Brandon Marshall. He's on our list. He's 32 years old. Brandon Marshall was the number three overall fantasy PPR receiver last year three hundred thirty nine point two points uh, he has a sixty one adp he's actually the second highest adp on this list I mean, also. I mean I'm, uh, I'm one of the guys marshall. that
1: that that's been much higher in in the, the recent years on brandon marshall than other people like I actually got crap from a guy for for, for having him too high in my ranking
0: somebody wrote you
1: yeah somebody like tweeted me and i'm i'm just like they're my rankings dude if you don't like them like go go look at somebody else i don't know i mean that's i like him you know i i always have he's been he produces he's, he's a producer man he's been doing it for years and years and years so i i feel completely justified by having him where i had him then and i mean sure now he's he's going to slowly start coming down a little bit. I mean, he's He's got to. He's he's 32 years old. The The,
0: the, the tape is kind of ending here very shortly for Brandon Marshall. But again, he's something with that ADP. He's not gonna be had for cheap. I think he kind of falls in that core. Almost the category, almost right around Jordy. Now I think Brandon too, though. I think he kind of falls in that category. The way he plays, I think Brandon Marshall can play to about for another solid three more years because he is at being six, four, 230 pounds, he can be a strictly solid possession receiver. He's a physical receiver.
1: Right. That's where he doesn't win because he's super-duper fast and, and gets off the line really quickly. And and that's usually the first thing that kind of, you know, you lose a step and then you you can't separate anymore. That's not his game. His game is, you know, chuck the ball up and I'm going to go out-muscle this guy, which you don't really lose that when you lose a step as yeah. a wide receiver when you get old.
0: And this guy is, I mean, when it comes to talent, mm-hmm. he just he oozes it. This is a guy that's played for four different NFL teams. Right. Every single year of his career, every single year, he scored over 1,000 yards besides 2006, which was his rookie year, which is expected, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he only had 309 yards, but again, he was a rookie. His sophomore year, busted out with 1,325 yards, and then you know, 1,200 plus, 1,100 plus, 1,000 plus, 1,200 plus, 1,500 plus, 1,300 yards. And then he played in 13 games, had a down year with Chicago.
1: In 2014.
0: Yes. Yep. And he was kind of banged up that year as well, so 721 yep. yards.
1: Was that the year with McCown, too?
0: And he had to, Yeah. Just the whole so, team was just right.
1: terrible. Yeah, Jay Cutler was injured. McCown came in. And and
0: and sure enough, he comes back and scores 1,500 yards. Yep. Boom. He's got Decker off send him, too, who's got a good contract as well. Um, Again, Brandon Marshall's going to be costly, but somebody that's going to produce. He's
1: and, one of those guys that, you know, if if he can, he can be that final piece that pushes you over the top type of guy.
0: Yeah, he's the number three overall right, fantasy receiver. Exactly. Number three overall.
1: But people might be looking to move him. He's 32 years old, and, and if, if he's stuck on a team that is just, you know, he, they're about to blow it up, he might be that piece that they're looking to, to, to get some assets for.
0: And, again, I mean, you say give a first for Brandon Marshall. That's insane. But, again, if you have 111 and you came in second place last year, and you need somebody like Brandon Marshall. Who cares about one eleven, right? Who cares about, I don't know,
1: some guy you're going to be sitting on for the next two years? Yeah. I mean, it's going to. I mean, be-
0: do I want Sterling Shepard? Yeah, I do. Right, but do I want Brandon Marshall for two more years that went push me over the edge towards that ship? Yeah, I do. You're not looking for somebody you take at one eleven. Granted, unless it's a running back, you're not getting immediate production out of. All right, you just finished in second place, or maybe here one ten. You finish in third, even worse. You're sitting at home, not even, you're playing for that third place game. Right. Right? Yeah, you, yeah I,
1: get, I get my money back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Lottie frickin' da. <die>, right? <laughs> you want to make, you need Brandon Marshall. So right. why not give up 110? Because maybe, because honestly, for Brandon Marshall, maybe you give up 110, if you can, and maybe get, like, Marshall and, like, a fifth back or something. You know what I mean? And maybe that fifth turns out to be somebody better than, like, somebody like Sterling Shepherd. But again, I mean, he's just somebody right now. He's old, people know he's old, but he's produced that. The, the the tape is there, right? The track record is there. Every, he produces every, every single, year. single year, except for when the one year in Chicago was absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, this is a guy that who's finished ahead of Odell Beckham, a Rob, Allen, you know, AJ Green, DeAndre Hopkins, all those guys. He killed it. So if you're making that push, remember. It's all about winning championships, all right? You'll get another draft pick, first-round pick next year. Hopefully, it's number 12, mm-hmm. right? It's about winning the ships. That's absolutely Nobody amazing. remembers That's... who came in second place. And no, 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 why nobody remembers who came in second place? Because nobody cares.
1: Nobody cares, man. No. Hey. You're just the first loser.
0: Hey, man. I, I, dude, I, <laughs> I've come in second place, like, nine years. Oh, you're a glorified loser. Yeah. Wait, way to go. <laughs> why couldn't you get over the ship? Well, I mean, why couldn't you get over that hump? I, oh. re-
1: I refused to buy Aging Veterans. I
0: <laughs> refused to give up my 2016 first for Brandon Marshall. Oh, you mean Hall of Famer Brandon Marshall? Yes, that Brandon Marshall. Not the linebacker for the Broncos. <laughs> that Brandon Marshall. You mean 2016? That Eh, you know, it's all right, draft class. That's the one. That's the one.
1: Refused what? to make that move.
0: What place did you come in uh, 2007? I told you I came in second place five years in a row. <laughs> all right, loser. Pack it up and get out of here. Introduce me to the champ who gave up his first. <laughs> Let me talk to the important people. So, again, remember first have value. Every single one of them have value. But every pick that trickles down holds less value. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, rookies are a huge gamble as it is. Pick 1 2 could be just as way worse than pick 112. It's a gamble. Never know, man. Take the surest thing in Brandon Marshall. Remember, you're picking at 111 because you almost won. Yep. You need an edge. B. Marshall's going to give it to you. Another guy on that list, Larry Fitzgerald. Now, Brandon Marshall is an ADP of 61. You take that, you double it down almost, go to pick ADP of 111. You got Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald's 33. Uh, he'll be 33 when the season starts. Yep. Finishes PPR wide receiver number seven. 280.5 points. Played in 16 games, okay? And he had 109 yards, 109 receptions for 1,215 yards and nine touchdowns. Another really good buy low here. Larry Fitzgerald kind of falls in that specimen of freaks for me. Oh, yeah, right? he's a total freak. I'm,
1: I'm looking at his games played. He's only missed six games his entire career.
0: And the guy has hands yeah, like glue. Total glue. I mean, Fitz, mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, best hands in the NFL.
1: And, he, and you know what the thing is with Larry Fitzgerald, he went through that period where he, was, he had about three down years there, 2012, 13, and 14, where he didn't crack 1,000
0: yards. QB play was terrible. Drew terrible. Stanton throwing the ball. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah.
1: So Bruce Aaron just gets there and fixes everything, and he's back up to 1,200 yards, producing like Larry Fitz should. 109 receptions. So, I mean, the dude's not, he's not getting downfield oh, like he, he used to, but he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to.
0: Doesn't need to. No. It's not about, you don't have to be explosive. They have John Brown for that. Exactly. They got Michael Floyd for mm-hmm. another big receiver offset. Again, you're talking, there's so many positives here. In Larry Fitzgerald's corner. He's a he's a he's a specimen, right? He's got Bruce Arians as a coach. He's got a Heisman winning trophy that's a stud quarterback, Carson Palmer. He's got Michael Floyd, John Brown, and he's got the dynasty sensation at running back, David Johnson.
1: It's a lot of pressure taken off of Larry Fitz right there. That's a lot of, yeah. That's a lot
0: of pressure, Mm -hmm. right? That's a lot of pressure taken off of him. And he's somebody that's going to produce. Again, he's older and People hate Asian Dynasty. I think he's a good buy. I,
1: I agree, man. I totally like Larry Fitzgerald. I have him on my one team, and I'm not I'm not looking to move him because I'm, I'm in my window now, and I know it, and he's one of those guys that I'm going to be riding for the next couple of years and until the wheels fall off, basically. And, and, I, I, and I
0: think I, I think some of the people might be listening to this and like, oh, this is all kind of ch-. Some of these are chalk. You're like, oh, of course I want Brandon Marshall and Fitz, but are you doing anything about it? Right. We're, this podcast tell you, hey, go do something about it. Go try and get. Again, some like you, who's a contender and have them, he's he's not, you can't get them. Right. But at the same time, anybody can be got.
1: Well, I mean, if somebody came with the right offer, I would. I'll give you Ezekiel Elliott.
0: Sold. (laughs) Wait, what else do I have to give you besides Fitz? Sold, Um, sold, sold. Here's another guy ADP 210. Again, somebody, once you get down to two pets of 200s, you can be had for almost nothing. Steve Smith Sr. And I, and I
1: think you pretty much can get him for nothing. For nothing. Yeah, because everyone knows this is, I mean, last year was supposed to be his last year. He's 37 years and, old. And he didn't like the way that he went out, basically. So here he is. He's going to make his his triumphant return for one last final season. And I think he could be had for almost nothing. You Literally could, for yeah, almost nothing. You could get him for like a fifth round. And point.
0: now he's coming off an Achilles rupture, which kind of, that dampers a little bit. But right. again, this is a guy who still finishes wide receiver number 53, and he only played in seven games. Mm-hmm. In those seven games, he, out of three out of those seven games, he had 100-plus yards. He caught 46 balls for 670 yards and three touchdowns. Again, he could be had for nothing. He's coming off injury. There's no other certified weapons there in Baltimore, right? Uh, you yeah, Mike Wallace. Dude,
1: they have a ton. They, they have just, like, gathered a ton of crap, it seems like, this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have got so much weird. It's so hard to figure out what they're trying to do. But, but go ahead. Yeah. I, I mean, they have, they have Mike Wallace. They have Rashad Perryman coming back off injury. They have Kamari Aiken. They have a billion tight ends. And then they have Steve Smith as well.
0: And I think Steve Smith, again, if Steve Smith can play till he's 37, Larry Fitz can play until he's 37. All right. And Larry Fitz, that's four more years. We talk about it all the time. Four mm. years in Dynasty is a lifetime. It's, a lifetime. It's ridiculous. All right. So think about that when you talk about some of these receivers like Brandon Marshall, Jordy Nelson, Larry Fitzgerald. Right. They're 30, 31. If they can play to their 35, that's four more seasons, mm-hmm. four more seasons.
1: I mean, you could overhaul most of your roster in four years.
0: Hell yes. So, again, I mean, it's, I just want to emphasize that you can get. So when we say, oh, you might get two to three years out of them, people are like, oh, that's it. I can get, you know, five, seven years. OK, so say you, I can get six, six to eight years out of this rookie one. You don't even know if the rookie's going to even score the total amount of points they'll score in.
2: Oh, yeah. two years right yeah. two
0: to four i can easily say you get either two to four years out of Fitz, or uh even somebody like brandon marshall who's a year younger or jordy nelson who's a year younger or two years younger say you, you get two years and you're sitting there saying you can get six to seven years out of this rookie guy
1: but that's an cause, if
0: because they have to develop right one that's an if and you're only talk you're only talking 30 percent. you know what i mean right it's not, it's not, it's not a crazy number four more now I can't sit here and backtrack and say, "Well, it's only four more years. Four years is a lifetime, but still, those two, three years to help you win—that's right. a for sure thing."
1: You're, is, wait, you're waiting on that guy to develop instead of instead of winning.
0: Yeah, and again, their peak might not even average out to their point total, anyways. Right. You know what I mean? So right. again, if, when somebody says only oh, you know, has two to three year windows on left on them, target. You know, when somebody says that to you, I'm like, "I'll take two to three years." Yeah, you know what that I mean. Me. This league's only three years old. It feels like I've been in for a lifetime. Right. I've had kids since then. So <laughs> they're talking and walking. It. So again, one year of Steve Smith who could be you know, to be had you get something for nothing, sign me up. Right. You know. I'll I'll give a fifth round pickup for Steven Smith. I, I
1: definitely would if I needed a wide receiver.
0: So let's get off these uh, receivers. All right. Unless there's anybody you have.
1: That's it, man. Okay. There weren't a lot, like we said.
0: Nope, not a lot. So let's talk about a couple tight ends here. All right. You got one for me?
1: Um well. He's not gonna be cheap, coming off the year that he had. But um, Greg Olson, I didn't realize was thirty
0: one years old. Greg Olson is thirty one years old. I mean,
1: I can't believe that he's. It. It feels like his career started when he went to Carolina. So he's only been in the league for like five years. But you know, you know, you forget about the, all those all those years in Chicago where he was just kind of eh. growing and maturing. And mm-hmm. eh. but dude's been in the year in the league ten years. He's thirty one years old. <laughs> I,
0: He's a top 100 dynasty player right now, the ADP of 86. Yeah. So, so you're right. He's, he's not cheap.
1: He's not going to be cheap, but he's, he's worth getting. And, and, you know, you might be able to get him based off of age discrimination.
0: So I, I agree targeting him. Yeah. He, he's up there and there. But I'm going to go somebody who is going to be 31 in September and with an ADP of 140. And that's Gary Barnage. Oh, our guy. Gare Bear himself. Gare Bear. Finishes a number two. Oh, oh, actually, he finishes a number four tight end. Mm. But he finished. The, the number two tight ends were Delaney Walker and Jordan Reed. They were tied. Okay. With the exact same points. Right. So he technically kind of finishes number four. Yeah, he's four. Right. So he's number four overall tight end. Uh, it had 237.3 points last year. Played all 16 games. Caught 79 balls for 1,043 yards and nine touchdowns. Now, Again, Cleveland has nothing else at receiver. Nothing. They Especially cut.
1: with Cheech and Chung, or they're up in smoke again.
0: All out of there. Right. Dwayne Bowe taking all his four receptions in Hidden Town. Right? Mm-hmm. Travis Benjamin.
1: See you later. See you. In San Diego.
0: And they have Hugh Jackson coming in, who just turned Tyler Eifert into the number six overall fantasy tight end. Right? Yep. So
1: They gave this guy a contract extension, too.
0: And they just signed Gary right. Barnage to a contract, a three-year extension. Right. So, again, he has an ADP of 140. He could be had for pretty cheap. I mean, you the number four overall tight end. That's, that's the edge you're. I'm talking about. You're looking for. Right, exactly.
1: This so, is a, this is the guy that can be had.
0: I expect him to finish as a top six tight end this year.
1: I totally do. They don't have anything else,
0: if not better. Right. Because remember, Eifert's, Eifert's production came on touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's where most of his. He didn't have. He didn't. He didn't finish with the stat line that Gary Barnage did. The reason Eifert finished the number six tight end was because he caught mad double digit touchdowns. Well, guess what. Gary Barnage is going to now be, as long as I can get in the red zone, be in that position to catch those <laughs> touchdowns. So if Gary Barnage can produce the same kind of receiving numbers, mm-hmm. but increase that touchdown total, he'll be the number two overall fantasy tight end. ADP 140, he can be had.
1: I think we I, I think we both like big, big play Gary going in this year, man.
0: So say you're targeting say you're targeting, you need a tight end and you're like, you know what, at 2-2, two, 2-1 two, two, there. I know you took him at the end of uh oh no, that's, I can't remember we went last week in our uh our rookie mock that we did but say your target you need a tight end and you're going to take the number 1 tight end on the board and the Hunter Henry Hunter right? Henry yep uh take your trade that pick for Gary Barnage right right if you're
2: i
1: mean it, if you, if you're in win mo, in win now mode you for sure you're going to want to you'd rather have a guy like Barnage than a, uh, than a guy yeah. like Henry I mean it's just not it's
0: But what about this though? I think cuz this is what we talked about how Gary got, Barnage I, I gonna, got
1: him at the 2.4 just the,
0: a a yeah. 2.4 so you take him at two four, right? Mm-hmm. You're obviously you're you're picking at two four unless you traded for that pick. So that's your real pick two four. It's all we can go off of. Mm-hmm. You want to take Hunter? You want to take Hunter Henry here? We know tight ends take three years to develop. As it is, right? You take Gary Barnage. You trade you trade that pick for Gary Barnage, two four, right? You have Gary Barnage. Gary Barnage does what we just we, we were just talking about. His touchdowns are up. He's right now the number two middle of the season three tight end. Guess what? You can flip that in season when people are making that fancy push and they need a tight end, which is somebody you're probably going to need. I guarantee you can probably flip Gary Barnage to take that 2-4 or whatever whatever second-round mm. pick you can get for him and turn that into something better.
1: Maybe a first next year.
0: So and maybe you have to give up a little bit more to get that first. But remember, you it's way easier to get draft picks, rookie draft picks, in season. Oh, yeah than it is right now it's almost imp- like you'll never get a first round pick now but when people see that championship in sight when they see it when they see it coming it's way easier to get so you might have to give a little bit more but again i think gary barnage you understand what i'm kind of saying about saying give up that two four even though you are in rebuild mode to flip somebody like gary barnage later down the road
1: i mean i understand the, the concept you're trying to get across but if i'm in rebuild rebuild mode I'm, I'm probably staying away from gary bear myself
0: but it, even if it doesn't pan out. You know what I mean? Even if it doesn't pan out at the end of the season if Gary Barnage finishes at like number three fantasy tight end, I think worst case you could probably pick up that two four coming back.
1: I mean, I'm just I'm okay with getting Hunter Henry personally. Okay. But that's just me. I, I would rather have Hunter Henry if I'm in rebuild than Gare Bear. But I, I can to, understand what you're saying. I mean, I think I like to just I think the
0: tight end crop is gonna be better next year.
1: I just like to keep it simple, I guess. And and relying on getting a future trade for gare bear just, just i like to live dangerously. yeah way. i just like to keep it a little simpler all
0: it? right well simple man simple <laughs> taste simple things okay and then another guy on here um clear as day Antonio gates he's 35 will be 35 in june finished his tight end one last year tight end uh number 12 mm-hmm. he uh, squeaked in and he just signed a two-year deal, mm-hmm. so he's there.
1: And he only played in 11 games.
0: Only played 11 right. games with 149 points, caught 56 balls, 630 yards, and five touchdowns. Ladarius is gone.
1: Right. More right. targets for him. There's, I mean, there's definitely room for his production to to, to go back to the 800, 900-yard range. Um,
0: and, I, th- I think and- everything's kind of set up for him to have one more decent year with the bringing in travis benjamin to open up the outside which you gotta watch travis you have keen allen who's a ppr stud right right. and they're gonna try and focus on making melvin gordon better this year
1: and it's 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 not like his ever his game was ever predicated on him like being a blazing fast guy he just knows how to get open he knows how to get open he's a big mofo yeah
0: so again somebody could be had for nothing almost right i
1: agree i mean i think this is I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, a guy at our draft just trying to give him away like every single pick. He was like, Anyone want Antonio Gates for this pick?
0: And I was like, Nah, no.
1: Exactly. And, and we pretty much went through the whole draft. I think he finally gave up after about four rounds. But um, you could definitely get him for a super late
0: draft. Agreed. On draft day. Agreed. Um, and then now, we're obviously, there's a couple of quarterbacks we got to talk here. Yeah. Now, quarterbacks mean, over he, 30 doesn't qualify. Right, So we said you had to be, like, 37 or older to qualify right. to Because that's
1: really when you, I mean, to compare, that'd be, like, the same as, like, a running back being 30. It's like a quarterback yeah. being 37 because that's really just old. They don't take a beating. Yeah,
0: that much, and, so. it, I mean, once you hit 37, you literally have, like, a year or two left. Right. I mean, just there's just no way, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I think Tom Brady's going to kind of, I think he has the best chance to buck that trend. You know what I mean? Like, he has the best chance to play. Like, I could see. Like Tom Brady is going to be 39 August, right? right? He's on the list. Yeah. Tom Brady is going to be 39 August. I could see Tom Brady still playing football at 41 and being productive.
1: The way he's going, yeah.
0: The way he takes care of himself?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Matt, tell the people where uh, Tom Brady was last year overall in fantasy football as quarterback position.
1: I mean, off the top of my head, since I did have him on my team, I know the answer. It's number two.
0: You hear that? It was my head exploding. Yeah,
1: your head just blew up. Tom Brady, at his age, 38 season, was the number two overall. He
0: didn't have a lot of weapons around
1: him. No, he didn't have crap, man. Deion Lewis got hurt.
0: He wasn't catching a lot of balls.
1: Dude just produces.
0: Gronk was hurt. He wasn't catching a lot of balls. Now, Julian Edelman, that dude was catching mad balls. But he
1: got injured for a portion of the season, too.
0: It's unreal. Tom Brady's unreal. Yeah. I'm not a Michigan fan. I'm not a Patriots fan. That dude's the best quarterback to ever play.
1: He's the best quarterback I've ever seen. And
0: I... I always said, I've always argued forever that Peyton Man's the best quarterback I ever saw. And now that he's won two Super Bowls, two different teams, I can still make that argument. And I'll tell Mike, and I'll t- I'll probably never give Tom Brady, like I'll never, he's the be- But Tom Brady's the best, man. He's unreal. Him and Bill together are sick.
1: It's disgusting.
0: Again, same system, yep. same thing going on. Tom Brady. These quarterbacks, they could be had for nothing. I mean, quarterbacks are devalued as it is. But Tom Brady, you can get for nothing.
1: As a guy that hasn't had a quarterback in twenty years,
0: um, I hate the fact
1: that they've had the same quarterback for seventeen seasons. Like, yeah, it's just ridiculous,
0: man. He's quarterback number two overall. Yeah, and he can be had for dirt amazing. cheap. You know, you get a couple years of a guy that finishes top five. I'm taking it. Yeah, Carson Palmer falls on that list again. He's QB number five. We kind of mentioned that he's going to be thirty seven when uh, in December. He, this is a guy, Carson Palmer finished tied with Cam Newton for second in overall MVP voting. MVP, oh no, not, he finished second in MVP voting. MVP yeah, to, I, to Cam Newton. I can't talk. That's yeah. all right, man. You
1: know what I mean? We've been talking here for a while.
0: Yeah, we have. We're over an hour. My uh-huh. tongue's getting dry now. Uh-huh. So, I mean, Carson Palmer, again, could be had for nothing. He's number five overall QB last year. And then Drew Brees, with an ADP of 148, he could be had for nothing as well, probably. Mm-hmm. Unless these are their go-to's. Unless you're trying to trade somebody like me, who's had Drew Brees on his roster for like 14 years, I ain't giving him up.
1: I mean, I think I've seen Car- Carson Palmer as one of those guys that's been moving in several leagues that I've been in for years. So I feel like he's one of those guys that, at least in our, the leagues that we're familiar with, I don't think anyone has like an attachment to Carson Palmer where no. they, they need him. He's so- like that
0: really good-looking girl who's just horrible to talk to, super born. Everybody wants to hook up with her, so they date her for a little bit, and then you break up with her. And then, oh, one of your buddies ends up <laughs> hooking up with her because she looks good. And then another buddy hooks up with, like, oh, then all of a sudden everybody's bang Carson Palmer. Yeah. Well,
1: I don't know if I'd put him in that terms. <laughs> but I I think I might have owned a sheriff.
0: Oh, Carson? There. Yeah. Oh, I got I got a piece of Carson. Yeah. When? I might have owned a, a oh, piece remember of Remember that campfire? Yeah, I remember that. Got a piece. Got yeah. a piece that night. Oh, that Carson's been around, hasn't he? <laughs> it's like Frank Gore in our league.
1: Frank Gore for sure.
0: Frank Gore is a Dynasty Nerds whore. He
1: really is. He's been on my team two, two different times.
0: He's been on my team three times.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and that's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That
0: little slut, that Frank little Gore. Slut. Frank Gore, Hall of Famer, yes or no? Um, I, guess, I say I, yes.
1: I guess with my hesitation, I, I, I'll have to answer no, because I feel like if he's a Hall of Famer, you should be able to just say yes. Yeah, that's
0: true. I think, he's border- I think he's he has border- a really good he's argument. He's borderline, yeah. He's been very consistent for a long time
1: i agree I, i'm eh.
0: so that's that that's that um players over 30 now if you want to check out all that adp goodness that we were talking about make sure you check out Dynastynerds.com for the free adp along with all our rankings that are on there as well we have like 290 300 people lists on our rankings it's mm. a loss it it's a lot, lot of people right um all that's free on dynasty com. check them out if you want to participate in a rookie mock draft make sure you hit up our awesome uh Mock draft coordinator at ADP, AD, Kyle. ADP, Kyle. He's the man. Yeah, got to give him a shout out. When the shout outs do, Holler. He is the man. Um, and I know he's trying to get a lot of the May mocks done early because Kyle's about to have a baby. Yeah, congrats. it's like his fourth yeah. one too. Let's keep him coming. Yeah, he's single handedly uh, gathering all the ADP in the world and repopulating the world at the same time. Jeez. Yeah,
1: busy guy, man. Yes,
0: he is. Great guy. Um, so again, that's all on DynastyNerds Next week, we will be giving away. An MFL 10. MFL 10, buddy. And. That's M. And. MFL. I'm saying, I don't know, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening, go to Dinosaur I cannot guarantee this, but it's supposed to be, so I'm just saying it anyways. If you're listening on Wednesday, September Madness should be up for sign-ups on the site. Yes. The feedback I've been getting on September Madness has been terrific. We're going to fill the league up in no time flat. We might actually get two September Madness leagues.
1: That'd them. be awesome, man. that would be really fun.
0: Uh, Again, a quick breakdown of what September Madness is. Go to Dynastoners.com. Just pretty much check social media left and right. That's where we're going to be promoting the crap out of this. On 64 teams, $20 buy-in, four conferences, 16 teams in each conference. Starts week one of the NFL season. So basically, you're in the playoffs starting week one, right? It's best ball, 12-round draft. You start one QB. Three receivers, two running backs, one tight end. No kickers, no defenses, right? Your best lineup will play automatically. So you just draft your team. You don't touch it and just follow along. You win week one, you go on to week two. You win week two, you go on to week three. It's going to take about four weeks to get through your conference. Every conference winner will win a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. tri blend. Black or gray, baby, whatever you want. Beautiful. Just to know your high five intakes takes be coming 100 times full. Oh, yeah. All right? If you're single, you're going to love it. If you're not single, your girlfriend's going to hate it, or your boyfriend, whatever way it is. Whatever way it is. Um, so then after that, the four conference winners will face off and play each other to get to the final September Madness Championship game. Winner takes home, $800. Yeah. Straight cash to your PayPal, homie. Heck yeah. Second place?
1: Runner-up gets three,
0: right? $300. All right. So for 20 bucks, you get six weeks of dominant action. And you can win $800. Think of the amount of Dynasty Nerd shirts you could buy. Oh, my gosh. So now, now, actually, not only do you win $800, you're winning a Dynasty Nerd shirt because you won your conference. (laughs) That's right. So you're winning like $825. Oh, yeah. That's worth the whole sign-up right there. Just a chance to win. I'm playing. I agree. You're playing. I'm in, too, man. I have tons of people tell me they're playing. Um, If it does fill up quick, we're going to do everything we can to sign up to get another one going as well, too. But. Make sure you're on social media. I'll be checking it out. Hashtag. And make sure you guys promote it, too, for us. You know? Hashtag September Madness. Yeah, yeah. Retweet it when you see it, when it's out there. Um, tell your friends. Again, the more leagues we can fill up, I think this is going to be something that's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be a good time. for so,
0: sure. So, um, check the site. Josh, who manages the site and puts all that stuff up there, he's working on it to get it up there, said it's going to be up tomorrow. No pressure. Today. No pressure, Josh. I told him, I was like, dude, I'm pimping on the podcast. He's like, <laughs> Well, just say check social media. I'm like, no, dude, just get it up. He started working on it today. He couldn't get it all the way finished. There's a lot of stuff you had to put, you know, besides the form, you got to set up right. all the sign up stuff. Right, right. Because what it is, is to sign up is you have to pay your entry fee to be signed up. And when you do sign up in the comments section of your PayPal, which you all sign ups, so we have to be done a PayPal. So if you don't have a PayPal ca- account, sign up for a PayPal account. That's how you make your payment. Um, if you don't, if, and you, it will be run on myfantasyleague.com as well. So if your My League email is different than your PayPal email, just put in the comments section the email you want to use for the sign. And, again, four conferences. There will be a Dynasty Nerds writer in each conference. So you have a chance to play against me in that 16 team draft against. Matt, uh, at Tim, Tim Torch is going to be in one. Cool. Uh, Tyler Gunther is going to be in one. Sweet. Uh, Brandon, P- I, I know there's like four or five writers that are definitely going to be. I think Corey Evans. Nice. Host of the Dynasty Dude podcast. Right on. Uh, is going to be in one as well. which you check out his podcast as well? Just had a great episode last week. is episode 10 on top-tier level players. Our uh, One of our top writers, Corey Evans. You have a chance to beat him and see how much knowledge he has. I hope one of us wins, actually. Actually, you know what? I hope I win. Well, yeah, and I hope I win. I hope Kyle plays and he wins because he has kids to feed. Heck, yeah. <laughs> so, again, check out September Madness. Check out DynastyNerds.com. If you want to support the website, you can always buy a Dynasty Nerds t-shirt uh, on com, Every two t-shirts we sell pays for the podcast. Again, best t-shirt you're ever going to wear. Um, I want to give a shout out to everybody that donated to the site on the donations page mm-hmm. as well. Made contributions. Uh, you can do that once or you do it, mo- sign up for a monthly payment. If everybody on there just paid $1 a month, the things we could do, the com would be amazing. And I lo-
1: uh, and I love seeing the pics too of people wearing our shirts at uh, different places. I yes. can't remember. The, the one guy sent us a pic from, like, he was on vacation like somewhere. Turk or somewhere. Yeah, it was yeah. somewhere beautiful. Oh. And he was, wearing, he was wearing our Dynasty Nerd shirt out there. Yeah. Like,
0: yes. If you are wearing Dynasty Nerd shirt and you tweet it out saying, hey, Dynasty Nerds, wherever it is, I will make sure it gets retweeted every oh, yeah. single time. For sure. I love it. Um, you know, I know, and again, people, some people made donations this week. I know Colin Cassidy, our favorite Steeler fan in the world. Yes. She signed up for a reoccurring payment.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And like, there's a guy, Gregory Warren, who makes a reoccurring payment who's done it for months. Love nice. that guy, too. man. I need to get shot those people out there and make those reoccurring payments more often. Um, I just saw Colleen on her thing. I wish I had something to bust her balls on. But I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, again, and always check out DynastyNerds.com for all the top Dynasty information you need. And if you hit me up on Twitter, I'm at DynastyRich. I'm at Dynasty matt. The site's at DynastyNerds. And, again, if you don't have Twitter, you should sign up just to follow us, just so you can get one, all the articles we put out every single day, and September Madness information. All right, you're going to get heads up on September Madness, for sure. And again, MFL10s are giving away next week. And again, realitysportsonline.com. Check them out as well. Use promo code NERDS10 for the best auction league site out there today. realitysportsonline.com. Check them out. Until then, we'll be back next week. One week closer to NFL Draft. You know it, man. God bless America. I'm not even supposed to
1: be here today.
0: Berserker. Ready, set, putt Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.